Welcome back to another extra special episode of Andrew Says. They're all special, aren't they, Amala and Sydney? <laughs> yes, they are, but this one's extra. That sounded like a thread almost. <laughs> say what I want you to say now, please. <laughs> Sydney Watson, uh, YouTube commentator, Blaze TV aficionado down in Texas, Amala Ekpenobi, um, Prager you unapologetic. Just call them the girls that I annoy the most in this political space. <laughs> Love it. Um, both always very angry at me. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing well. How are you, Andrew? That's a deep question. Sydney, how are you? I am dandy. <laughs> she seems <laughs> upset already. Um, <laughs> Omala, I was told that you were just getting back from a trip. Uh, how did that go? Welcome back to this continent. Uh, anything to update from wherever you went? Tell us about it. How did it go? You know, it was a very chill vacation. I just went over to London and spent a, a day or two in Paris. It was a, a really good time. First time out of America. So that was cool. I was completely uncultured before. And now we're coming back with a little bit of culture. Uh, and... With all of my stuff, luckily I did not get pickpocketed like virtually every other tourist that was in these countries. It was wild. What culture are you returning with, specifically? You know, you know the good old United Kingdom. I don't know why I did that in an Australian accent <laughs> rather than a British one, but uh, maybe no, that was neither, Sydney. darling. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like shade. That wasn't shade, but no, that I don't know what that was. But <laughs> no, you're all good. It was. It was close. It was close to Brit, but uh, I don't know. Just somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Good attempt. It was, you know what? A plus for effort. Thank you. You know, it's always A plus for effort in today's generation. <laughs> That's all that matters. Sydney, how have you been? What have you been up to? You want to update the audience? It's been a while since we spoke to you. I know. It's like you hate me or something. Well, you it's know. It's not all about Andrew. It's, uh, it is what it is, as they say. Producer Efron always says it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been plotting and planning as it okay. were. So uh, I've gotten very into making these short things on YouTube. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, because apparently they're trying to force us all to be TikTok without our consent. So that's been a really weird adjustment. But besides that, I, uh, I'm trying to, I guess, work on getting into documentary space, which has been interesting. Uh, planning a trip back to Australia because I haven't seen my family in uh, three years now. So that's that's coming up and I'm excited about that. Uh, to see your mate Avi, actually, our, our rebel baby. So yeah, it's uh, it's... <laughs> It's been a weird time. Yeah, you're gonna tower over Avi. Oh my god, you're gonna. Yes, that is that's true. He's he's a hobbit. <laughs> oh, he's a short king. Yeah. Oh yes. Amala, do you know that. who he is? Yes, I do. I've seen many okay. of his videos. I didn't know he was a short king though. Is that or what we're know, calling him? Short kings. Short king. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Avi is uh, I'm so I'm five foot eleven. I, I don't I don't know if either of you knew that. So I'm tall. And yeah. Avi, it's really funny when we're together because I can almost like just put my arm on his shoulder and I'm like, haha, nice little arm shade. <laughs> I love Avi, but he he is a dwarf, so there is that. Yeah. We appreciate that. Avi Amani's the <laughs> one who put us in contact for my show the first time. You were one of the first episodes. Amala, are we exposing how tall you truly are? I'm gonna go with five seven. I don't know. Uh, you're actually exactly right. I am 5'7". Okay, so, so you towered Perfect. over Will when you guys had a show. She'll yes. tower over <laughs> Avi. Um, you know, just boss oh, yeah, ladies. Will's not that tall either, is he? No, he's not. Not <laughs> at all. Hopefully yeah. they don't see the show. Be... Oh, no, they will. I'm going to send this to Avi and be like, look, look, look at the things I say about you when you're not around. And then, uh, and then we'll fight. Curly hair. He's short. <laughs> yeah. I know pretty good, I Andrew. Avi just... 
<laughs> Despite him being a munchkin, I do think that he is like a very handsome munchkin. So his uh, his you know future wife is very lucky. This is a weird hey, show. Like nice. <laughs> this is a weird show. You guys. Very nice. Yes, it um, is. We're off to a good start. All right, so Amala very cultured now. Uh, Sydney hates Avi Mini. We'll move on. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about um, a lot of stuff today, and the first thing, let's get off, let's get off the, what's, get off the races, get out the stands. I don't know what horse, something horses do. Uh, this beef that's happening with Dave Portnoy and Alex Stein. Now, Alex Stein is well liked in a lot of conservative circles for like his parodies. Um, kind of hit it off big with anti-drag queen for kids sort of stuff. But some people have a problem with a lot of his content that where they say he goes a bit too far. I mean, uh, was it the TPUSA event or CPAC where he was following that girl around? That rubbed a few people ro the wrong way. Um, hitting those people's signs in the Capitol recently is what Dave Portnoy showed. Let's show that video, Olivia, one of the ones I sent you. Um, so Dave Portnoy, the president of Barstool Sports, I guess they posted some content of his or one of his, his bloggers posted some Alex Stein content Content, and they they pulled it down because they've got big sponsors, uh, casinos and gambling websites. So they didn't want to promote him, I guess, for some reason. This is the video in question, though, that Dave Portnoy said that was the reason why he didn't like Alex Stein. Can we show this? You are a baby murderer. You know that. Whether you want to admit it or not, you guys murder babies. You're disgusting. Like you're playing cards. Look at this. Look how pathetic these signs are. This is disgusting. I mean, look how disgusting. Take that back. Look how disgusting this is. I want to murder babies. This is pathetic. You guys are losers. These are pathetic losers. These are these are baby murderers. These are, I'm not touching you. These baby these people are baby murderers. This is pathetic. This is the world we live in. These little kids sit here and they protest and they want to kill little kids. It's pathetic. You are a baby. All right, so I'm going to present two sides for you guys. Um, one side being, okay, people and liberals, let's call them far left, just like Antiv and stuff, have been bullying people for years. He's finally sort of giving them a taste of their own medicine. Um, he's pretty funny, usually when he does it. And then the other side is this goes a little bit too far when he's, you know, getting into people's faces like this. Sydney, let's start with you. D does this bother you at all? Do you care, really, at the end of the day? Is he just doing, like, a bit, do you think? How do you feel about it? Well, Alex is a friend of mine and like we've been on set together. So I know I know him personally and to the point where I know that Alex is not a mean spirited person. He is just a jokester and he's just a goofy human. Do I agree with uh, some of the stunts? No. And I freely admit that. And I would tell that to his face. And there's just some stuff that has, I just go, nah, like I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't participate in that. But overall, I don't think that him knocking down a sign is necessarily the most egregious thing in the world, given, like you just said, you know, the experiences that we've all had with Antifa and some of the, uh, the measures of the left that we see. But I think at the end of the day, the guy's a comedian and his purpose is to make people laugh and to be as outrageous and funny as possible and if he's doing that even if he's making people mad on either side of the coin he's achieving what he wants to which is get more eyes on him make people laugh make people angry and get his message out so i don't know i can't fault him for some of the things he's doing even if i don't agree with them amala how do you feel about this yeah, I'm kind of in the same vein as Sydney. It's certainly not content that I would make or, or consume. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it's it's fine that he does it. You know, you choose your lane and you, you do your thing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really get involved with stuff like this or watch content like this. But he can do whatever he wants to do. No problem with me. Let's throw up some of those tweets from Dave Portnoy. I haven't gotten a chance to read all of them. 
Um, because I do find that Dave Portnoy was a guy I loved. And Anomaly mentioned this um, in one of these tweets to him, which Dave Portnoy quote tweeted. Let's throw this one up while I'm talking here. And he said that he used to support him a lot. And then he sort of became this perpetual fence sitter where he was uh, offended by everything. Um, This is why he hates him. He makes everything political on both sides. But see, the thing about that is that Alex Stein is purposely political. So I don't know if I agree to that. And then go to the next one. Um, if you can find that, but that's the thing. Like I love Dave Portnoy and here's text with, or DMS with Alex Stein that he, that he had Let's throw that up to, um, you're getting humiliated. And he said, I'll guess I'll just have to sleep gently on my 500 million. Then Alex Stein comes back with the money you made off of selling gambling to little kids. And Dave Portnoy says you walked into a KO punch there. Um, from what I remember. Yeah. Let's show that just to show that I'm not lying. Yeah, he walked into a knockout punch just like that. See, I don't know. See, Dave Portnoy does like to say he he hates everybody from both sides. I think it's kind of an easy opinion. He's trying to keep his uh, his sponsors and everything. They got lots of money on the line. That gambling money is no joke. But I do see um, a bit of the point. But Alex Stein in general, I feel like he is trying to make this point that, you know, these people bully people all the time. And when I go up and I put a camera in their face and ask them simple questions, they can't really do it. I don't know. I don't want to get into to ripping on either guy too much because I like them both. But I just thought it was interesting that we're now in this this space here where we got some high profile guys just taking shots at each other over like what actually it might be a little bit of it's not censorship, it's their own platform, but they're kind of afraid uh, to to promote some, somebody like that. And that brings me to um, to Andrew Tate. I don't know how much you guys have seen about this guy. Sydney, are you OK? She's laughing. She knows Amala. Okay, we're, she sh- we're familiar. <laughs> okay, so we're all familiar with Andrew Tate. It's a big jump. I don't want to say he's connected to either either of those guys, but uh, he's being kicked off of stuff. And uh, I thought it was funny this article I found. I don't know if you guys read anything about this. That Cardi B is mad because she was compared as being uh, worse than him. So Jake Shields, who is a I'll call him a conservative former UFC fighter. Uh, he compared. I, think I need to go murder my dog. I'm sorry. Hold on. I they're barking. Give me, okay. Can no I, problem. Because yes. I don't want it to mess up your show. <laughs> Dogs don't mess up anything. Go ahead. Can you hear them? A little bit. Okay. Let me go murder. Hold on. All right. No animals were harmed during this. Mal seems very suspicious of what's happening here. <laughs> just... I heard like one bark. <laughs> okay. Um, throw it back up, Olivia. Um, little turd baskets turd baskets this is wonderful for the audio only listeners Uh, they have no idea sorry we need a we need somebody's voice to do like described video Sydney got up from her chair and walked away with a knife in her hand I would never normally do that but they will they will keep going and then they'll both keep doing it I'm so sorry that's I yeah I wow. just this is a professional show, okay? Um, yeah, Cardi, so B Bla- <laughs> Cardi B Blast, UFC star compared to Andrew Tate. So, yeah, he's a former UFC fighter who said basically that Cardi B's worse. And I love her response, and I want to get uh, the ladies' opinions on this. Uh, scroll down to her deleted tweet there. Keep going. Yeah. Blow that up for me a little bit. She says, I'm married. I don't smoke weed. Um, I don't pop pills. I have two children. Right. I do. And I do a lot of charity work. But hey, put me uh, let me put Cardi third person into a defend a man who defends misogyny and rape. So here's what I want to know. Is Cardi B just completely delusional that she thinks she's like good for for people and uh, and she's doing all the right things, being a stripper and having robbed people? 
Um, do we care about this? Is Andrew Tate becoming some sort of martyr? What do you guys think? That's right. Dig the hole. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll start here. I feel like neither of them are particularly good role models. I'm certainly not going to get up here and endorse Andrew Tate uh, and some of the things that he says, although some of the things that he says are right. And I think uh, the same can be said for Cardi B. You can lead your personal life, you know, as a mother who's married and is not doing drugs, but your your music speaks to something completely different. Your performances speak to something very different. And your fans are watching your music and your videos and your performances. They're not watching your personal life. So to, for her to retort back and say, you know, she she is a good role model or at least allude to the fact that she might be a good role model. We know that's baseless. We know that's not that's not factual. It's not accurate. But it, it doesn't say that uh, Andrew Tate is either. Some of the things that he says are completely ridiculous. And it's all on video. It's all out there for people to see. Uh, do I think he should be banned? No, I think both of those people have the right to exist and should have the right to exist freely on the Internet and say whatever it is they want to say. Sydney, do you think there's some sort of weird paradox here where just because somebody gets canceled, let's say the, the conservative circle sort of is like, we accept you now. You're amazing just because you've been canceled. Do you think he is right? Is are you a big Andrew Tate fan? Is he terrible? How do you feel about this? Uh, well, I'll say this. It's too extreme. I feel like Amala you know? <laughs> and I probably agree on a lot of things here. But I, the only counter I'm going to make to that girl is like a broken clock is right twice a day even a broken a broken clock is right twice a day right. with the andrew right. tate being right about some crap but i mm -hmm. overarchingly and like overall agree with what you're saying as well but i just wanted to make that point that yeah the guy oh. has uh listen he i'm no fan of andrew tate and i think that it is really bizarre how some of the right wing picks their role models because at the end of the day i don't know how trad or or as I don't even know the right words. So I'm trying to be careful here because I, I just am so sick of, of certain parts of the internet losing their minds whenever you criticize their ideologues. Um, I suppose my general takeaway is like the guy has done some really messed up things. He's participated in a culture that I think the majority of the right wing reject. And yet because he got banned off of, you know, social media platforms now, suddenly he's what the, the person that we're all trying to emulate. I mean, the guy has webcam girls that, uh, you know, he puts on the internet He's a webcam website. As far as I understand, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that was trad. I didn't realize that that was something that everybody was after. Like, I, excuse me for not knowing that this is like the new right wing thing that we all support. Um, yeah, the guy is a is a is a butthead, and I don't necessarily agree with censoring people, but also. At the end of the day, I don't think he's the person that should be martyred and emulated by everybody on the right. I don't get it. I think the Manosphere needs better people to look up to. Uh, and at the end of the day, this is not one of them that they should be looking up to at all. The Manosphere. Right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I, just to add there, I completely agree with everything that Sydney just said and not a fan of him virtually at all. And I think what's going to happen is because he's been censored now, people know the fame and the stardom that that's going to bring you. And it's going to bring more just copycat Andrew Tate's and they're going to be worse yeah. and they're going to be more salacious and they're going to say things that are even worse than what he's saying just for the fame and the stardom that it brings him. So the more that you sort of censor and try to, you know, sift out these people, the worse it's going to get. It's gonna be. It's yeah, gonna be something so to true. see. It's you... so true. They just feed yeah. into each other, and then it becomes yeah. this like. It's not good. It's I'm not sorry good, for right? the ex extreme polarities of my question. I apologize for that. I, I sort know, of you're, realized. You're very that. good at nuance today, aren't you? This is what you're running with. Um, 
I was going to suggest that one of you two has to do some like uh, female Andrew Tate shorts or something like that. I think that's a, f that's, as they say, a fire no, idea. I got too much hair. Got too well, much you're hair. just a, f a female one. Just. How would that even go? I don't know. That would be like, men are stupid. No, wait. Yes, it would be. It would. <laughs> Because he's a misogynist, yeah, like, get it? I guess he's just like, uh, what, is, what is the female version of that? I go to dinner and he doesn't pay. He doesn't pull out his credit card. He's going home and I'm not driving him and all this stuff. That would be the female Andrew Tate. We're going to clip that. I'm clipping that this afternoon. There's uh, a lot more where that good. came from. See, that's you a home run idea. I'm an ideas man. Andrew, you could put on a wig and you could be the female Andrew Tate. Who's to say that really I'm not wearing could. a wig right now, Sydney Watson? Ooh, wow. Don't expose yourself. No, just kidding. <laughs> please. To that I say please. Okay. The fact that you even considered it, Amal, you're off the show. You're being I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, gone. Hard turn to Dennis Rodman and Brittany Griner. What, now, what are these questions? <laughs> where did you get? Oh, my God. Well, this, hey, is, this is Amala's you're fault. You're on crack today. Amala's, I'm like dripping tea on myself. This, this is strictly Amala's <laughs> fault. She asked, what are we talking about today? And then uh -huh. I have to have answers to that question. Apparently. Wow. So my my need to feel prepared is is what what caused these topics. That's right. <laughs> it could have just been, you know, like, what did what did you eat today? This is what I eat to maintain my figure. That's what the videos oh I my make. Gosh. Even um, more interesting. My meals in a day. Come lose weight with me. That's basically where the content I, didn't even I put know out. Know that there. you did wow. eat. I thought that you breatharians just went outside and tried to photosynthesize. Is that what did you, you call me? A what? A breathe a breatharian? A breatharian? What does that even mean? You guys not know what this? Oh goodness! There's this cult. Well, it used the to be. The producer says, "How know. do you not know this?" What? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's true. Okay, breatharians. I highly encourage you to look into Can it. We I find don't know if they're still around, Olivia, but. They basically are people who believe that they can subsist on a diet of air. And they, they wow. try to tell you that they don't eat. And some is... of the primary leaders of this cult are like, I never, I haven't had food since 2018. <laughs> well, actually, oh something like that. Like, gosh. since 2000, since the 1980s. This is some wow. sort of Australian conspiracy. Up in the Northern <laughs> Territory, we got these things called breatharians. They just breathe no, air. Mean, they, no, they eat rocks in the Northern Territory. They just eat God, rocks. Why are you so can culturally we, insensitive? Can we just acknowledge how bad that accent was? That's I think it was worse Australian. than the one that I did in the I'm beginning. I'm sorry that's how they sound, Amala. Oh, my uh, gosh. At least yours was, you know, functionally British. I don't know what Andrew just did. It's, it's, I have stress. <laughs> it's giving me anxiety. You want my Amala impression? Oh, my God, yeah, you guys. Welcome to California. Today on Unapologetic. Welcome. I'm from California. I'm not even oh, from California, you guys. I'm gonna. I'm, from, I'm gonna sue you. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. This is oh. defamation, Andrew. Stop. You must. You must stop. Slandering. I think she's from Florida, right? I'm totally from Florida, Andrew. Yeah, that's what I thought. Get it correct. Um, do we have a breatharian definition? Did we find one? Oh, do you want me to find one for you? No, not you. The no. people who think air is food, they call themselves breatharians, <laughs> a newish kind of, this is from GQ, a newish kind of spiri spirituality that dubiously believes that the human body can and should sustain itself not on food, but on air and, quote, universal energy. Are these people yeah. really not eating? Some woman what? spent way too long uh, finding this out. Those are future so Darwin like Award winners. This is like a thing. Guys, this is like a full thing. I'm not even joking. It's a go and look into wow. it. There's like all these documentaries and things about it. And their leaders are like, 
insane. Like go down the rabbit hole and get converted into this cult. <laughs> Seems to make sense. A new PragerU <laughs> documentary starring Amala Kenobi becoming Breatharian. There's some weird freaking people in the world. And like, is there some cults out there that I can madly wrap my head around and go, yeah, I get right. it. I get it. I get it. The leader's hot. I understand. But with these guys, I'm like, what the heck? You have no chlorophyll. How are you supposed to photosynthesize? Like, what, what is happening here? Stop. That is wild. Anyway. Next week on SydneyWatson.com. Um, so the reason I brought up Dennis Rodman is because he's in the middle of an, possibly another international incident. Um, he wants oh. to go to Russia to free Brittany Griner, who's in jail for nine years, looking very... Grenade. Uh, <laughs> and Sydney, uh, <laughs> this is my show, okay? I'll make the I'm quips. Sorry. I'll make the clever remarks. Just you send stay. me outside. Apparently, I'm, out, I'm on one right now. All right, I'll be quiet. Yeah. Um, so he told uh, NBC in a restaurant for some reason that he is going to go there and free her. Um, he, he thinks, I guess, that he's got a good relationship with Putin, just like he did with North Korea. Now, Brittany Griner, if you're not familiar, she fought to not have to come out for the national anthem uh, during her basketball games. Um, she said that America is bad, obviously. A lot of WNBA players play overseas because they make more money, specifically in Russia. She got caught with hash. Now, whether she'd been doing that before and they just decided to clamp down now is unknown. Or maybe she was just being stupid. We don't know the true answer. But she sentenced to like nine years, which is probably a product of America trying to twist or having their arm twisted by Russia because they're supposed to trade her for an international arms dealer of some kind, an evil guy with a mustache. Uh, do we have any hope? And I know we've got we've got great topics here today, but do we have any hope that Dennis Rodman's going to actually do something? What's the point of this? Do you, do you guys have any take on this at all? I mean, just like, uh, on what authority? On what authority is he going to go over there and do this? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm a former NBA player, so I'm going to need <laughs> you to let her out of prison. I don't know like what he, what exactly he's going to do when he gets there. I'm confused. Uh, just talk to Putin, I guess, the way he talked to Kim Jong-un. The State Department did say that they, they recommend he not go, but apparently he's been given permission uh, by the Russian government to go. Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's what he said. Now, he went to North Korea to be a basketball ambassador with um, the Harlem Globetrotters, and he spent a lot of time with Kim Jong-un. That's how he's able to go there and say he's friends with Kim Jong-un. If you remember, he was like crying on CNN about it, about people being blamed Um and now I guess he thinks he's like this international peacemaker and that he said he's got along with Putin, that he's a cool guy is what he said. And I guess he's going to go there and talk to him. Sydney, I see that you're not too confident in Dennis. Well, OK, this is potentially because I'm not American or interested in sport. I didn't know he was a, a basketball person. So there's that. I just thought he was a man with some funny nose rings. Um, so there, that's that's He's number both. one. Number two, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, why not? Why not two at once? You know, two things can be true at once. Um, I am just so not invested in this story. I have to be honest because at the end of the day, I kind of feel like it's just a it's a political chess match um, where you know Russia goes, hey, let's give this woman uh, perhaps a sentence that's a little bit you know harsher than we would normally give, so that America turns around and goes, here, let us give you this very dangerous individual who does very dangerous things. Here, you have him back, and we'll get back our, our American-hating basketballer. That sounds really good. Let's do that. <laughs> so I'm not invested. Um, Grenet is, you know, listen, it sucks, but also uh, the first thing that you do, all of us know this when you travel, is you check your bags for everything. And there are countries where they will, they will hang you 
for having what she has. So I don't know. I, I find it hard to have empathy and sympathy for people when I'm like, you kind of put yourself in this position. And people are like, ah, it's, 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 she had a weed pen or whatever it is. It's like, it's still a controlled substance in a country. I would never try to come into America with freaking whatever kind of drug in my bag. I just would never try to do that. That's insanity. She also said she could beat a member of the Golden State Warriors one-on-one. -on -one, so there's that. <laughs> Um, what is that? Obviously. What's a Golden State Warrior? It's a basketball it's a team. Basketball she said team. she could beat a guy okay. who's like the same size as her. She's really tall. I'll give her that. She's very tall. Yes, she, she's uh, she's very very tall. Almost as tall as you, I've read. Um, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. This is a she's very like sexist a episode of Andrew Says. I apologize to all the listeners <laughs> and viewers. But Amala, she says to me before the episode, she's like, Andrew, if you could really dial up the sexism, it'll make me yes. look really good. So I've said, yeah. you know what? Just for you, I'm going to do that. Um, Thank you. That's what counts. <laughs> these are the things that matter. She's unapologetic with Amala Kronopi. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a in a room with my sisters here getting yelled at um <gasps> that's the relationship we all have feels good it's natural the people will find it very natural andrew yeah <laughs> i don't know what to say i don't know what to say bullying um, you is one of my favorite activities it, besides you know when i take a break from bullying avi i come and bully you you know but uh i got i got a few uh, inches on avi so i don't know if it's going to be as easy but uh guess we'll have to we'll have to find out the hard way and uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I, I think what you're me. trying to say is that we're, we're going to fight each other in a parking lot, uh, mm -hmm. you know, fight club style. Amala, no? save me okay. here. I will Alrighty, save you. I'll, I'll hop back on uh, the, the Britney story really quick. And I'll say I actually do have some sympathy for her. I can't okay. imagine she at all anticipated being in the situation that she's in in Russia. And although I feel like she should maybe do some reading up on the laws of the country she's going into, <laughs> I could I could see other people falling into mistakes like this. And we've seen other Americans do so in countries that have been far worse to them. I mean, we've we got uh, an American who I believe went to Singapore and, and broke one of uh, their minute rules there and ended up getting lashed in Singapore. We've got the, the American who went to North Korea and stole a poster off a wall and ended up dying. Uh, after coming back to America due to how they treated him over there. And anytime an American is detained in a foreign country, we are trying our best and using diplomacy in order to help them and, and, and bring them back to our country. And I expect nothing less in this case. And I'm not going to be angry if that's what they do uh, with her, because I would expect that for other people who just found themselves in a very unfortunate situation. Although I hope she comes back having learned from the situation and maybe having a new outlook on America and the freedoms that we have in this country because so far in her career she's done nothing but but spit on this country mm. do you guys want to talk about trump you want to you want to blow through trump or do you want to you want to move on to uh you're you're the showrunner andrew you go for it you go for I'm it just I so, nearly... i'm so caught off guard by all the abuse is all <laughs> i nearly just said well the real question is andrew do you want trump to blow through you but then i was like no that might not be right this is you're lucky this is an uncensored show it's going to be it's up to hours. it's going to be up to producer Lincoln whether or not that gets censored. So Godspeed, <gasps> Lincoln. <laughs> Just bleep me. Um, <laughs> TV's Lincoln J, by the way, everybody, go look him up on Twitter, Lincoln M J, one of my favorite people. Um, and a more serious note, I guess, since we're not very serious at all today, um, mm. one of the articles I was following was something you were talking about, Sydney, with this trans kid who has trans parents, and this is all sorts Ooh. of crazy. Can we throw that up, please, Olivia? 
I have yet. Olivia says, wait till you see the parents. I have not seen the parents yet. So world's youngest. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> world's youngest oh. trans model has two trans parents and will have gender surgery at 16. I like how this is planned in advance. Um, a ten, so she's 10 years old or a boy. I'm not sure. Um, and they plan to have surgery. Okay, a boy, then they plan to have surgery for him at, in six years. A 10-year-old child is making headlines as the world's youngest trans model. I didn't know that was a thing. To walk the runway at New York Fashion Week after representing the trans clothing company brand. It was only a matter of time, girls, before somebody was like, you know what, I'm going to go full bore into this trend and make a clothing line specifically for all... You know, I was reading earlier that one in five Gen Z identify as LGBT, which is overall a two and a half percent jump in the last couple of years or three and a half percent in the last couple of years, a big jump. So 20 percent of Gen Zers are identifying as LGBT. Let's see if we can. I want to see these uh, these parents you spoke of. OK, the picture got deleted. Apparently, that was in the article. Mm. Uh, oh, I can literally send you the I don't know if you can do this this quickly, but I can send you the the biological mother's Instagram. Uh, yeah, send it to the email we sent you the link to. We won't all get on our phones at once. Amala, pick up your phone. Where is it? I'm so sorry. Right here. Oh, OK. <laughs> She's breaking. Things. Amala, well. don't punch things. Goodness gracious. <laughs> It's my pen's up aggression. I'm so sorry. All right, Olivia, it's coming to be on my phone. Okay. Um, Oops, that says format. Paste. Oh, goodness gracious. Right so before we get to that, Amala, how do you feel about, like, what's the, what's the idea here? We're planning transgender surgery six years in advance. There's so much to unpack here. We've got a, a child yeah. at a fashion show for, I assume, adults. It's the New York Fashion Week thing. And we're planning their their surgery, and I can't wait to see these parents. Any early uh, early thoughts here before we see this? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say it's unbelievable, but it's not unbelievable <laughs> at all. We're just sort of building this culture that it emphasizes these things and endorses them and cheers them on, and it's really sad, I, particularly when we look at the outcomes of these children who are going through things like this and uh, research that nobody's talking about, that 70% of them change their minds. Although if you're going through this medical transition period at 16, are you going to have the time to change your mind, or have you already gone through that irreversible damage? And uh, really, at this age, she's already gone through irreversible damage being raised like this for so long and it's all just contingent upon uh just lies and cognitive dissonance and you know this is the same group of people who say you know gender norms and and gender roles don't exist but my son doesn't like to put on boys clothes so he must be a girl so which one is it do they not exist or do they clearly exist and your your boy who likes girl things needs to transition to a new gender it's just unbelievably illogical and frankly should be seen as child abuse and i'm waiting for that to happen well, it's, it's bleeding into everything, and I think a lot of it is unnecessary. Uh, during Pride Month, we had Taco Bell commercials with uh, lesbians doing a seance and a trans guy trying on new clothes in his closet. That's a, tr a real commercial. Um, and then we had, um, there's something else I was thinking of that I forgot. Taco Bell just always gets me on t off topic. I think we have the photo of the, um, of the parents. Like, let's see that. Should I be excited? Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah, so they're they're both biological women okay. who identify as yeah. I think non-binary. As you Makes will. Sense. And well, so was... the actual father was uh, I believe arrested and charged with abuse because he broke his son's arm while trying to force him into boys' clothes, according to the biological mom. Can we find an article for that? Mm. So 
Sydney no, doesn't get sued. Article, oh, okay. That's in the article that no, no, there's like the full he's like arrest thing and everything. Okay. Um, yeah, let's pull Redux that up. Included too. All of that. Well, you know, I, I work for Rebel the News. Mess. People are gonna say, you know, that Andrew guy, he's great and everything, but he's probably a liar, is what they say about <laughs> me on um, Source. Source. on MySpace. Um, <laughs> on MySpace. It's the popular one, all the kids are using it. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention was a Marshalls Dang commercial it. with a, a guy in a dress saying, oh, that's cool. Um, so let's zoom in on that there. Does it have the charge written on there? Also fought to have McCord charged with a hate crime, but the court determined. I guess it's above that a little bit. The next morning after Noel expressed pain, McMar reported McCord to Child Protective Services. All right, so yeah, story checks out from uh, TV Sydney Watson, 2019. I would, I would not lie to you. I'm not saying that you would lie. I'm saying that, you know, when Joe Rogan has a claim. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Olivia is my producer, Jamie. Uh, we're hoping to crowdfund transition for her. <laughs> what, Andrew, are we, are we derailing your show and making we, it more are. psychotic than usual? We, yes. making him nervous. This is true. We are derailing <laughs> it. So what was your... Yeah, yeah go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, generally, I guess we're all in agreement here that, you know, doing this sort of thing to children is not okay. I think what's distressing to me about that article, besides everything, um, and I think the point that Redux kind of wanted to get at in that article, that Redux being the, the outlet that it's published in, was that this child was just in a transgender environment from day one. You know, the, the biological mom is a trans activist. Uh, who now identifies as trans and non-binary and is in a very trans-centric sort of world. I think what's distressing for me personally when I read through it was the fact that this kid was allegedly identifying as trans at two. So this little boy is saying that he's a girl at two, which again, what two-year-old child has concept of gender? They don't. They just typically have interests and whatnot. And like Amala said, if those interests sit outside the stereotypical parameters of what uh, that specific sex is allowed to enjoy, then parents now assume that that child must be trans. And in that article, it goes on to say that after this, you know, the parents were like, I'm going to take my kid to a gender clinic. Why is that the automatic response to your kid just being atypical? I don't get it. But then the worst part is that they're like, oh, our kid will have, you know, bottom surgery and these mm -hmm. other surgeries by 16. Horrifying. What? Ter Horrifying. It's terrible. I have it's a terrible. big problem with how they try to put everything into friendlier terms. Like transgender yeah. surgery is uh, gender affirming care so that we can yeah. pass a bill that says that gender affirming care is allowed and everybody says oh that just must be you know giving them the support they need when it's actually surgery a lot of people talk about how the pendulum's going to swing back do you guys have any idea of what that would even look like do you think that's going to happen or is this just going to be one of these things where it's like you know there's now there's a bunch of people who are identify as trans in the world and this is just how it's going to be for all time or do you think in some way that's going to swing back in the other direction. I mean, it kind of well, has I mean, to, doesn't it? Because it's gone right. off the rails so much. Sorry, Amala. No, 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 go um, for it. Go for it. It's gone off the rails so much that I think now that people are seeing uh, the effects of all of this on a, on a much you know broader scale, I think that we're seeing uh, in England with like the Tavistock Clinic closing down and now it's being sued by, I believe it's a thousand families. I think that that's setting the stage for where the rest of this is going to go because you can only push this stuff onto people, this unnatural things and these unnatural ideas onto people for so long before they go, okay, enough's enough. I don't know if we're quite at that at that point yet where we're ready to swing the pendulum back, but I know that when it does swing back, it's going to be brutal. 
Yeah, I completely agree with Sydney there. And you look at other countries, I mean, Sweden, Finland, France, they've all put heavy regulations on this sort of treatment and care, particularly for minors. And they've they've done the research on it, although there's not much long term research. I think the longest study on on this sort of stuff is about 30 years. And that's out of Sweden. So if anything, if it doesn't happen in America through research, because we are just so biased in in the funding and the lobbying behind these sort of things, it's going to happen in the results. You know, the outcomes of suicidal ideation and, and mental health health issues and severe psychiatric problems are not going to change, even though we go through medical transition, even though we go through gender affirming care. So you'll hope that that coupled along with people detransitioning and hopefully being able to tell their stories without being censored, that's going to cause a cultural shift where people start to realize. I I mean, my only hope is that it's not too late. I wonder if there's going to be some places like my homeland of Canada where this stuff is just going to stay permanently. There's zero pushback up here. On most mm-hmm. things, admittedly, but um, there's a famous case that we covered where a father went to jail for not uh, referring to her, his son as his daughter, maybe the other way around, but that's what it was for, um, misgendering the child and refusing to go by their pronouns. So that's a, a Rubicon we've already crossed in this country, much like every mm-hmm. other issue that we have where we put them so far t- to one side that there's no discussion on it. The same thing with abortion in Canada. Pretty much the same thing with gun rights in Canada. We go so far on these issues that people considered it a political taboo to even speak about it. And I'm reminded of a time where this was early on in uh, turning point days of Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens going to the UK and, and starting a chapter there. And some of the audience said, well, are we going to tackle abortion? And they said, it's pretty much a subtle issue here. Now, people had a problem with that, but it stands to question. Um, it, it, what I'm trying to say is it's kind of makes sense why they wouldn't even go for that, that being not in their home country. And I could understand why, because in this exact same country as mine, um, and I'm saying that as British and Canada, are pretty, uh, England and Canada are pretty much the same, it's not talked about ever from our conservatives, from even our further right to conservatives, the per- the People's Party. It's just something that's never brought up. The conservatives don't fight to stop uh, gun laws. They they do these little they they say something, but nothing's fought uh, to do it. And uh, there's no pushback on gendered language, on hate speech or anything. All these things that are, you know, settled in this country. I fear that this is going to be the next thing that's just basically settled. Um, your child's transitioning. You can't deny it. It'll be taken away from you if you have any anything to say about it that's negative in their eyes. And we've given these children the power to do whatever they want through vaccines um, already in this country. As long as you're 12, you don't need parental consent. They consider it emergency care. So this is already a thing that happens pretty much with every topic that our liberal government wants. So I think that it's probably here to stay in Canada. I don't know how you guys Mm -hmm. feel about that, but this is how it looks like from our world um, with everything just going. Like, it doesn't matter what the population thinks, really. We're at this point where the government does something and people put up a stink for a week, but then there's some other issue internationally that we get to with uh, Trump Mar-a-Lago or Ukraine, Russia or something. Canada's politics are very, a very narrow scope and it's very much controlled by the two major parties. Yeah, but Andrew, it's the same thing in Australia, though, because, I mean, like, take abortion. That's also a, a by, like, by and large, settled issue in Australia. But also, you got to remember that our countries, Commonwealth countries, they don't have the same emphasis on things that Americans do. Americans are very Christian-centric. And, I mean, I don't know if it's the same thing in Canada, but certainly in Australia, the vast majority of people are not Christian. They do not abide by these, you know, 
I suppose these more hardline Christian ideas in some ways. I don't know how to articulate it because Aussies who listen to me are like, what the hell, Sydney? Americans who listen are like, what the hell, Sydney? I don't know how to articulate it. <laughs> Hopefully you guys understand. Um, but I, I, I don't know if Canada's the same way, but that's certainly how Australia is. But I disagree with you in the sense that I don't reckon that this will be the settled issue because every single time somebody has tried to institute some kind of child abuse methods at the end of the day it will always become a prevalent massive issue even if it takes a little bit of time to get there i mean think about germany what germany was doing to kids after world war ii and the massive emphasis on pedophilia and whatnot we always come back around to child protection now whether or not the adult side of things will, will become a settled issue possibly but certainly not when it comes to kids i don't think that that will be because at the end of the day parents want to do the best thing for their children yep i completely agree i think at some point we'll circle back it'll either be through actually making us think about it now and being loud about it now or it'll be in the long term with just the long-term ramifications of doing something like this to kids you're both mothers, so I understand. Um, <laughs> see, uh, it's hard for me to be so serious, you know? It's just difficult for me. I am the mother of two red buttholes that are standing outside the door going, Mom, let us in. And I'm like, oh, God, I'll kill you. Imagine if she was actually referring to kids as that. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just mommy to, like, random simps on the internet. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Explore like, this quite, one. Quite literally, though, to them, Mama. That's the problem. They're like, Mom. Yeah. It's what does very, that mean? It's very interesting. I'm sure, Sydney, you get this all the time. People, like, call you mommy and stuff what? on your YouTube comments. Oh, they do, yeah. And... Yeah. I make totally it worse, though, because I say to them, I am your mom, and they go, hey, mom, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's the I'm angle here? What's the uh, angle they're I, taking? People are um, the moms. That, you, you know how it's like, oh, oh hey, daddy. <laughs> okay, it's so it's just the inverse the, of that. Yes, I thought maybe yes. they were just like, you're so smart that I view you as a motherly figure, but no, it's the pervy way, okay. No, it's totally uh, no, the it's, second it's one, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in the, in the they want to put parts of their body into parts of the, you know. All right, okay, so I'm just going to scratch that one off the list. It's very uh, Freudian, very Freudian. Yeah. Oh, it's very, yeah, it's very like uh, Oedipus Rexy, isn't it? Yes, exactly. But rather exactly. than Rexy, it's just sexy. <laughs> okay, no, that's creepy, right? I'm just, bleep, bleep, bleep all of me. <laughs> I think we're behind the paywall at this point. So once we got to the trans <laughs> kid, I think we'll put us behind the paywall, draw a line oh, there. Paywall no more really messaging up, mommy I'm comments. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. Hey, listen. Andrew, don't you dare take away uh, one of our money-making capabilities. Uh, we actually both have an OnlyFans together, and the primary thing that we do is we just act like moms. Put your shoes away. Exactly. Put your dishes in the sink. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine the amount of money we would make? Wow. Oh, a lot. You've already wow. got amalasfeet.com going, so I oh, think you should stick gross. with that. Amala, are you on oh. Wikifeet? I, you know what? No, I'm not. But uh, the money that I see these girls making, uh, you know, at some point. <laughs> I pray when I need for to both throw, of you. Throw in the towel. When I need to throw in the towel, maybe WikiFeed. Yeah, put is them the way on. To go. Put them on screen together, there, Olivia. I bet you're on WikiFeed. I bet you are. I'm gonna here. look it up. Oh gosh, I hope not. I really hope this is not. <laughs> no, the case. it's where it's where people post pictures of of your feet to the internet. You don't post them. Oh. You make zero money. Other people do it. Let's I see. will cry. I will cry. I bet you're there. I bet you're there with bells and whistles. Wikifeed. Oh, please there no. We go. Do not let this be the moment that I find out <laughs> that I come I to wonder this what... How do you spell your last name? It's E-K-P-E-E-D. Yep. 
U N O B I. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay, it's all right. You're not here. Oh, uh, anyone who's watching this, can't put a mile on Wiki Feet. That's the only way I can go. <laughs> Don't let her be left out. Don't. Wait, Sydney, are you on Wiki Feet? I am on Wiki Feet. Oh, not, you poor thing. Not that I'm proud of this though, because uh, I found out by accident someone sent it to me. I have the ugliest feet in the world. I do not understand how anybody could ever possibly. She's about to, to put, put them, them on, on the screen. Internet. She's about to put them up. Oh, I no, don't. Yeah. I, I don't. They're so gross, and they go pink. Do it. I dare you. In the in the heat, you want to see my feet? I I'm dare like, you. I'm wearing slippers. Oh, don't full dares. screener. Full screener. I actually you consciously <laughs> do not put my feet in pictures that I post on the internet. I consciously try to stay away from that. You're smart. You're smart. Mm-hmm. So many I weirdos. Fail. Full they, screen. They, someone they screenshot. No, I I, I refuse. They okay. screenshotted <laughs> this this video that I put in the middle of another video of one of the ads that I make for one of my sponsors of me outside in flip flops, and they screenshotted it and put it on WikiFeet. Oh, disgusting people. Do you want, I can show you my my slippers, but you know, no, actually, I, I'm don't, trying to get I my don't care. Legos. I'm trying to get you to do things that you'll regret. Um. So story. again, we're taking yeah. we're going back to a serious turn now. Um, okay. a lot, uh, Dr. Fauci retired or resigned or whatever we want to call it. What are the odds you guys think that there's going to be actual repercussions for some of the things that he said? I mean, I, uh, Tucker Carlson recently showed like a whole laundry list of clips where he was making all these claims. Um, and. You know, I think he's retiring before things start turning around too much. You know, I just saw on YouTube they're changing their terms of service where you can actually start uh, criticizing uh, some of the health measures, masks, masks in particular, I noticed. And, of course, um, the narrative is changing through the CDC's um, uh, regulations there with what's allowed and what's not allowed. They said everybody has to be treated equally. Do you guys think, and uh, last question to you guys here, do you guys think that there's going to be some sort of, you know, review or repercussions for the powers that be that made these decisions about lockdowns and vaccinations and everything? I'm not no. confident that anything is going to happen. No, no. There was so much to gain in the in the lying and the taking power away from people and all the different things that they did throughout the pandemic. And I mean, it, the list, the laundry list of people who would be indicted in, in such a thing is just miles and miles long. And they're all in positions of power that are capable of keeping that a secret and keeping that on the DL. And they'll continue to do so and wait for the next crisis they can take advantage of. I, too, agree. There will be zero repercussions. <laughs> All right, Sydney. SydneyWatson.com nope. and Sydney Watson on YouTube. Amala Ekpenobi unapologetic on youtube and you can catch them on all their socials their twitters the instagrams uh wiki feed yes I, <laughs> oh, please no please and no. we expect them all to be up there um or some other site where they call you mommy which i found really weird <laughs> thank you guys both for joining me i appreciate you have a great day thank you for the abuse <laughs> hope you had a good time andrew i really thanks for off the rails. <laughs> i'm retiring now just like dr fauci <laughs> Set aside where they get to the stalling House side where they get to the walking No side for the people that's often rustling My boy, you know that I'm talking Ay, rustling My boy, you know that I'm talking Ay, look, rustling My boy, you know that I'm Sent aside, I don't trust a single soul inside Need to euthanize, sit on their ass while they loot the guys With their suits and ties, we rip them off with the strength of gods If I see Nancy Pelosi or Kevin McCarthy, we fighting like Budokai Yeah